0: live for heal deepen and expand your relationship with money I'm so excited for this conversation you all ah! okay so I know that there are actually quite a few people who are attending the conference who have done money relationship work with me before this is one of the hearts of my work in the world so if I if I were going to choose a couple so I teach on a lot of different things in my business I've taught on sales I've taught on content I've taught on all sorts of things and if I were to choose if I had to choose like one container that I was gonna run it would be my money container that's called wealthy Um, I also really like about like capacity Um, and then probably my my next one that I would choose after that would be my space holder certification but if I had to choose one it would be wealthy and the reason for that is I actually was having this conversation with a friend yesterday who asked me what my infinite goal was and I was like that's a good question. I really like that question. And I was like, I want to help as many people as I can. And he was like, okay, but how? Like, be more specific. And I was reflecting on that question. And I really like helping people feel really safe, really regulated. And to feel like they can go out in the world and be fulfilled and connect with others and live a lifestyle that they look around. They're like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. I, I can't believe I'm living this life and feel like so much love in their life through their work, through how they relate to the world, through friendships and money is so deeply connected to all of those things because it touches so much of what we do. It's literally, you know, the way that our society is set up, that is such an exchange for life and for survival and for how we connect with others and how we support ourselves and how we create. And money is such an illuminator for our internal states, right? Our connection with our own nervous system, our connection with the earth, our connection with trust, with creativity, with love. And so the work that I do with money, money is not the goal. Money is not the main focus. Money is the middleman. Money is the illuminator. And money is a tool and a byproduct. So the work that I do in my containers with relating to money is not for making more money just to make more money. This isn't about an ego-based hoarding or accumulation or greed influencing us or our egos influencing us. What we aim to do, my intention for my relationship with money personally and for how I support people in their relationships with money is to infuse love into how we receive money, right? So our work in the world, our how we feel about receiving, how we feel when an influx of money comes in, how we're creating money, so receiving money, circulating money, okay, how we're putting money out into the world, how we're spending. How we're investing, how we feel as we're doing that. So, what are the actual tangible pathways? Are those aligned with the lifestyle that we want to create for ourselves and for others? You know, because that money goes out and circulates and connects with other people and the earth and has impact. So, how we're receiving, how we're circulating money, how we're holding money. Infusing love and how we hold money. So doing it from an intention of support for ourselves, support for the earth, for generations to come, not from a place of attachment or avoidance or fear-based hoarding, right? And then infusing love into how we expand money. So I look at these four different areas, receiving, circulating, holding, and then expanding or magnifying. So how we can take money then, and money is something that I think of it like nature a lot of times. So you'll often hear when I'm teaching, I bring a lot of nature analogies into my talks around money. But I see it like it magnifies it when it when it is in its natural state, when it is taken care of and nurtured and loved naturally money will compound it will attract in more money when it's in this state of of loving awareness and practice with money and so it's all about this deep intention of love for ourselves love for others and using money as a tool to deepen that capacity to love ourselves, to love others, to love the earth. And then money becomes, like I was saying, a tool and a byproduct. A tool to spread more love. A tool to, to impact others in a kind way. A tool to generate outcomes that are going to uplift ourselves and uplift others, right? Which I believe that as we uplift ourselves, we uplift others. As we uplift others, we uplift ourselves. And this doesn't look like there's there's a give and take, there's a reciprocity, There's it's not just like uplift, 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 lift. there's an ebb and flow, there's a natural organic cycle to it, right? And then how we receive money, how we generate money, also becomes a byproduct of love and it takes time to redesign our lives like as we come from a culture and a and generations where the vast majority of how money has been circulated used harnessed received has come more has come less from love and more from Scarcity influenced greed, oppression, colonialism, you know, depleting resources, hoarding, used as a tool for hate and for anger and for all of those things. We, what I see we're doing is creating and leaning into how we can use money, how we can receive money in a way that is supportive for the well-being of ourselves and for others and the earth. So this is my deepest intention and this is why I love money work because it has helped me over the years deepen my capacity to love myself, to love others, to feel in alignment with my values, to Open my capacity to create, give, receive, and shown me so much about life. And this is why I love having these conversations and love leading spaces where we can go deeply into our relationship with money. So my work with money has, you know, I look at these different ways of circulation that I already talked about, but when I'm doing long-term money relationship work with people, I, I see this in three different categories, three different categories. And again, I relate this so much to nature, right? So I want to talk about those three different categories today. I want to tell some stories. I want to help you feel this in your body and feel shifts start to form. But one thing I want to preface this conversation with is if you were just getting started with your relationship with money, which that is relative, right? Um, In ways, I feel like I'm just getting started even though I've been doing this work and facilitating this work for years. This is a lifelong practice. This is a this is a relationship. This isn't something that it just clicks in and then you never have to circle back to it. And this is why, you know, I used to teach this work and when I first started my money container, it was a six week program. We did the six weeks together and then They flew off. And then I turned this into, I was like, this needs to be longer because I actually want to see integration in people. I want to give people space and time for them to have embodied and tangible shifts. First embodied normally is like people start to feel differently. They start to, their awareness shifts in how they relate to money. Their body reacts differently in how they relate to money. And then because of that internal shift, that starts to infiltrate into their actions, into their words, into how they're seeing life and how life is responding to them. And then they start to have external shifts. But from my experience with teaching people, that takes time. It takes time. And I'm talking like sometimes people come into my container. I've seen people come into Wealthy and have immediately have some sort of shift. Like people have reached out to me and be like, I signed up and literally the next day I got thousands of dollars in grant money or I got some big refund or like some big client came through or something like that. And then I've also seen people have experiences where they stayed with the work and started to see a shift after a year, literally a year. I was, I was talking to one of my clients the other day who's in that container and she joined, it's been almost a year ago now. And she's really starting to feel it sink in now and seeing external changes in her life. Like her business has massively expanded and all these things, but it took her a year of really sticking with it. Like she came to every call she was really doing the work and the reason, and then, so like I changed the container to a year and now I'm like, ah, I just want to stay with you all forever. So now it's lifetime access. So for as long as I do the container, People get access to all the recordings and they'll get access to all the live calls, okay? So the reason that it can take time and that it is this lifelong journey is that the first pillar of this is healing your relationship with money, healing your relationship with money, okay? It's heal, deepen, and expand. I'm gonna talk about all of these. The reason we start with healing and that this is our foundation. This is creating the space for the deepening, expanding that I'm gonna talk about later. Healing the relationship with money can be a process depending on a lot of different factors and everyone's experience is gonna be different based on their own personal experiences around money So I've worked with people who come from all sorts of experiences with money from experiencing extreme poverty, instability, homelessness, to people who, you know, grew up extremely wealthy, um, or have been, you know, around or are multimillionaires and have their own woundings because of that. Perhaps money was used as a tool for control in their family or it was something that was hidden or it was something that, um, yeah, they feel ashamed of in some way. So I've seen people across a huge spectrum of having these money woundings, whether it be like there's a lot of money around or money is, has has traditionally throughout their ancestral line been really really uh, challenging to to have and to receive you know people who I worked with people who have had backgrounds of really deep systemic oppression in their lives, right Most of the people in my containers are, Women, right, who traditionally, you know, women just in the last like a 100 years had access to being able to vote, (laughs) being able to have a say in things, much less, you know, later on, it started to trickle in where we could own property, we could start businesses, we could open a bank account, we could actually, you know, work and things like that and be in control of of money of finances and then i have a lot of people who come into the container who have backgrounds of you know being people who were oppressed being people who were um, treated horribly for financial gain and so we're working with a lot of pieces here both Things that people have experienced on a personal level in the span of their this life. If you believe in past lives, there can be past life, life influences that affect our, our habitual tendencies, affect, affect our thought patterns, affect our, um, the karma that we're working with, and then ancestral influences that impact. And one thing I've learned as well from my journey is that it's not just our experiences with money, it's also experiences with life itself. So an example from my life is that I experienced a lot of childhood trauma. Okay, so I I, had, I didn't have the experience of being unsafe financially growing up, but I had the experience of being unsafe physically growing up, and and emotionally. And I learned, as I became an entrepreneur, and as I became more and more successful in my business, that I was projecting a lot of that unresolved, unhealed trauma onto money, that if I made more money, then I would feel safer in my body, right? And that wasn't related to a financial experience I had growing up, but it was related to other types of trauma that I had growing up. So we're looking at so many different experiences of how money and other experiences are shaping and impacting our reactions to money, our choices around money, our ability to receive, our ability to put ourselves out there, our ability to sell or to ask for a raise or hold money or all sorts of things. It's super, this is why I love talking about this stuff because it's so intricate. It's so nuanced and personal. And this is why I suggest to people that, you know, this is an introduction (laughs) and I'm setting the framework and like teaching you all about how to do this work, why it's important. But my encouragement is that like dig in and then stay, stay with it because it's deep ass work. And that's one thing that people tell me all the time. They come into the container and they're like, whoa, what are we doing here? This is, this is actually way deeper than I thought it would be. And so I truly believe that this is the first place to start is looking at how, how am I wounded around money? And if we look at this in terms of nature, like if you think of your relationship with money, like a plant or a tree, something to nurture, if the tree is sick, if the roots aren't healthy, if there's some sort of like disease in the tree, it doesn't make sense to try to grow the tree. It, you have to heal it, you have to tend to it, you have to clean it up, you have to make space energetically, physically, emotionally for the growth. And so that's what my encouragement is to start with and to keep circling back to is the healing work. You can do this through awareness practices. So really simple ways is just to write down all the ways that you have experienced wounding around money or your ancestral line has experienced wounding around money so that you start to develop this this cognitive awareness and start to be able to, when you have an experience come up that is triggering that wound, you can see it clearly and be able to regulate yourself and then make decisions based on a regulated state versus a reactive wounded state, right? And then my encouragement, which I have, again, I dropped the free resources page, a playlist on YouTube from in, in my video before this, and I'll drop it again here. I have a lot of practices in that playlist, like tapping practices. Um, I have, yeah, I have a tapping for money practice. I have a practice and they're called prosperity, tranquility that actually includes a lot of different modalities. I think there's like breath, dance, um, tapping, like awareness work. There's, I incorporate, I just like threw everything in it. It's a really beautiful practice. So I encourage you to go in, try some of those practices, come back to them again and again. And so the healing work is across different levels. It's energetic, it's embodied. And what you'll start to see and experience over time, over years, over your lifetime, is that the things that used to trigger you, the things that used to bring up this feeling of unsafety of, of like, literally your life being threatened in some way or, or deep fears or deep instability or grief or whatever it is, you can be with them more. It's not like they go away, but they soften. And that's how you're able to make more choices that are aligned with what you want to create and, like, who you actually are and with love because it's not fear driving the show because you've done all this healing work, okay? So that's where we start. We then... Oh, and I'll tell, I'll tell a story. I said I was going to tell my own personal story, so I'll tell a little story. I... Realized that I needed to do healing work with money when I first became an entrepreneur. So This was five years ago in August August 6th 2018 is the Anniversary of me quitting my job and jumping cold turkey into being an entrepreneur. I never sold anything uh, I did have a social media following, but I never sold anything and I was like, I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna go for it. And so I did that and I contracted super hard and I was terrified for the first six months or so, like deeply terrified, like waking up in the middle of the night fearful of how I was going to support myself, of what I had just, the choices I had just made, of what was going to happen in the next couple of years, I was so scared and so dysregulated. And I started, I had been doing healing work for, you know, 10 years at that point, now going on 15 years of doing dedicated practices daily, you know, meditation practices, somatic practices, energetic practices, tapping practices, all sorts of practices, being with nature, slowing my life down, living very intentionally. Um, and I started applying those tools to my relationship with money. And it's still the same work that I do to this day. <laughs> and it's just like changed my entire life. You know, I went from that like deep, reactive, fearful survival instinct state to it influenced, you know, the choices I made in my business, the content, how I sold, what I created, my offers, it influenced everything having more and more regulation in my system and more and more awareness. And yeah, then from there, I was able to, the second pillar is deepen my relationship with money. And this really came about for me, this pillar started forming the further I got into my business when I was like, okay, I don't feel so reactive and fearful And I started to have more and more success coming through, right? So like I started to put out the offerings that were truly on my heart, right? So for instance, my first course ever, up until that point, so for the first six months of my business, I sold some low ticket offerings, a meditation guide that was $15 and a guided meditation album. So I recorded an album with my brother's support, who's a musician, and then I did an ebook called *The Gross Guide*, and I'd been making about four hundred dollars a month, which isn't enough to like live on. And I had been feeling called and a desire, and um, just this calling to create a course, a bigger course, something that was like an eight-week program, and. I resisted it for a long time because I was scared <laughs> and I doubted myself and I, you know, was afraid of it not going well or me not being able to do it or not being good enough or all these kind of things. And then I finally had the the breakthrough to be able to do it. It was actually during a breathwork ceremony. I was co-leading a retreat in Columbia, South America. And what came through was to put out the course and that I was gonna move to Boulder, Colorado, which I did both those things. The course I put out a week later, I moved to Boulder, Colorado six months later (laughs) when I got my finances up. And so I put out this course and my business started to take off. And I went into making a couple thousand dollars a month and I finally got to the point where I would be able to you know, take care of myself, afford rent, all that kind of stuff, a couple months later. And so, like, I started to gain success, and then what happens with a tree, right? Coming back to the tree. We do this healing work, we clean up, maybe there's some roots that need to be tended to, some leaves that need need to be cleaned up, you know, nurturing, all that kind of stuff. And what happens before the growth occurs, there's a deepening process, there's this like inner strengthening, and roots deepening. And so a lot of times what I've seen in in entrepreneurs is as they gain more success, their intentions have to deepen and their inner strength has to deepen. And so what that looks like with money is at first, as we're doing this healing work, our intention is to come into safety, come into safety. We want to be able to support ourselves. We want to be able to take care of ourselves. And maybe we also have intentions of supporting the world and loving the world and, um, you know, being that, that guide, that influence, that like lighthouse for the world through our work. But as we get our needs met and that intention gets checked off the list, we have to circle back within ourselves and say, what now? What else is here? And I've seen people hit, you know, milestones, even like multiple six figures in their business. And then they kind of have a bit of an existential crisis because they're like, why am I doing this? What's the point? And that's where, and normally they enter a void space, like what I'm experiencing now, and they're asked to deepen and fortify. And this is so beautiful in our relationship with money because it confronts us. It questions. It has us questioning our intentions and it cleans things up even more with our relationship with money. And we start to recognize and have a capacity to see even more places where we can step deeper into loving relationship with how money circulates in our lives and in our businesses. So this deepening process also, I I also separate, so right, there's a couple of different Areas of exploration when it comes to money, right? I talked about the circulation process, the ecosystem of money, receiving, circulating, holding, magnifying, and expanding. Then there's these four, these three pillars heal, deepen, and expand. But then there's also the, the areas, the touch points for money, okay? So I look at money in terms of our embodiment, embodied abundance, and then tangible finances. Embodied abundance is your inner relationship with money, how you feel about money, how your nervous system reacts, responds, regulates, expands to experience money, how we think about money, our belief systems, It's internal, right? What I see so often is that people focus on one or the other, either their internal relationship with money, but they ignore external relationship with money, which I'll talk about, or they are overly focused on the external and ignore the internal, and I'll talk about what happens when we do that. The external relationship with money, the tangible financial knowledge and care, is taking that embodied abundance and applying it to the external reality. Money is numbers. Money is investments. Money is taxes. Money is credit cards and loans and fees and bills and spreadsheets and bookkeeping and, you know, payroll and all of these things. It's external, right? And for a lot of people, right, a lot, especially I work with a lot of people who are more spiritually inclined, who are more interested in, like, our internal, our internal universe, and they can feel really scared of, that external like numerical relationship and, and operating system of money. Because perhaps there's so many reasons that that can happen, right? It can feel like a turnoff, it can feel like they're not good at math or like they didn't do well in school or they just don't know how to do it or it can feel really intimidating. Like I remember when I was first getting, um, transitioning into being an entrepreneur, I was terrified of taxes. Like, one of the biggest reasons I felt like maybe I shouldn't be an entrepreneur, one of the biggest resistances I had was taxes. I was so scared of taxes. I was like, how does this freaking work? What is happening? I'm going to mess it up. The IRS is going to kill me. Like, everything could go wrong. And now, like, taxes is so easy. You know, I, like, have people, I have multiple people who take care of it for me. And I know, I just understand it pay my taxes quarterly, it's just it's just part of it now, right? But like, we can have so much fear and resistance to externally managing money, taking care of money, understanding money, speaking the language of money. And so we're looking at these two different things. We're deepening our embodied capacity for money of how we relate to and experience and act with money. And then we're also deepening our education when it comes to how money works, how to manage money, how to be a steward of money that is external to us, right? The actual tangible money. So when you focus too much on embodied abundance, but are ignoring your, your tangible financial reality, you can feel abundant. You can feel that support system, but there isn't a vessel. There isn't a container for the money. Money loves to have healthy vessels, bank accounts. It, it it loves to be appreciated. It loves to be, be taken care of. Like you're actually focusing on you know paying taxes and paying your bills and like doing the actual tangible things it it's attracted in because there's a space for it there's an understanding of it you i I call it speaking the language of money you you can understand money right there's like this two-way street so but then if you do the opposite, if you focus too much on your tangible financial external reality, but not on embodied abundance, what we see happen is that people may have great financial results, but not be able to actually feel it. And I've worked with a lot of people like this. I've worked with people across both spectrums where they they got the the, the tangible stuff down, bookkeeping on point, everything's tracked, taxes paid, payments are coming in, Uh, bills are paid. I think I already said that one, but you get it. Like the thing, they're doing the things, like they have investments, they have, you know, like a rental property, like they got all the stuff. (laughs) And, but then they're like, I still feel so much scarcity and fear around money all the time. And I have all this wealth and I can't actually feel it or experience it. And that can get you so off track, right? Because then you're starting to get into this mental loop that like, well, I'll just make more money and then I'll feel safe. And that starts to influence your decisions and you get pulled out of alignment with with love and you're acting from fear and it wears you out and puts you on this track that you like don't actually even want to be on. So... Working with your relationship with money is really those two factors internal and external, balancing them, them interconnecting and supporting and informing each other. Okay, so that's deepening, expanding. This is the fun part. So, people, this is this is I love it because people come into wealthy and they're like, Oh my god, all my shit, all my shit. But it does get fun eventually, I promise. expanding and these are it's not like this isn't a linear thing these are all happening at the same time sometimes one more than others like i'm in a season right now i would say of deepening i'm in a season of deepening a bit of healing mainly deepening um like planning roots deepening intentions listening you know that's deepening expansion feels very like summer spring energy. It's the growth, it's the flowering, it's the, it's the, it's a byproduct too. Because when you do the healing and the deepening work, right, like if there's healthy roots, growth is natural and space for it and and nutrients, growth just comes. And it's not something that you have to force or push. Right, And I see this all the time, too. People force the expansion without doing the healing and deepening, and then their tree topples over, or they get sick, or they get burnt out, when it really has to work in the other way. You focus on the feet healing, you focus on the deepening, the expansion comes pretty easily after that, honestly. It just happens. So, and of course, there's things that you have to do. It's not just like it falls into your lap, but it's way easier and it's more sustainable. It actually sticks. It actually, you can continue growing. Okay. So the expansion is you get to go out and play. You're the fruits of your labor. The fruits of your internal and external relationship with money get to flourish and you're out there being creative you're in your cycle of giving and receiving you are making decisions about how you want to send your money out into the world and money's coming back to you and you get to be in more fun and more creativity and more play and more love and it truly like I'll just iterate it again, it, it happens very naturally when you do the healing and deepening work, okay? So like I mentioned, I'm getting confused on if I talked about this in this, actually, no, I talked about this on our morning call. I had a, I've had a couple of deep periods of doing deep healing and deepening work And I have seen this pattern now, I've been at this long enough that I've seen this pattern that every time I devote myself to a season of that afterward, easily have an expansion period where it's like, you know, an example of this is that five week period I had where I took a break, was really focused on my internal being, was focusing on my intentions, was focusing on taking care of myself. And then when I came back into my work, it was like, boom, masterclasses with 100-plus people signing up, uh, an 800-person free class. I had a 30K day. I had a 95K launch. I had another amazing – I think it was, like, a 50K launch right after that. It was just, like – I started hitting, like, $50,000 a month in my business. It was just, like – it just happened. And I didn't plan it. I didn't, like, be like, I'm going to go out and make this happen. I created the space for it. I created the – nutrients for it i like gave myself the 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 space and the 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 listening to be with that and then it just came it just happened and we don't do that's not why we do it we're not doing the healing and deepening just so we can get to the expansion like let me just skip all the shit and just get to the expansion we're learning to love the entire process we're learning to be with the entire process and honor every single step of the process. Because another thing I've seen is people are so addicted to expansion, but it's, it's putting so much of your energy into future, into like you're taking yourself out of the present that it'll burn you out. It'll just deplete you. So we're learning to love the healing, deepening, expansion all equally and to honor whatever season we're in and trust that process and if you're in a longer season of healing or you're just starting your healing work like awesome it may take time and i have seen people over the years like i've had clients i had a client before who she um she was doing deep healing work as she was getting her business started and she did it for years and her business was slow, slow 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 for like a couple years and i think a lot of people would probably be like okay this clearly isn't working. I'm just gonna shut her down. And she stuck with it. And then after a couple years again of like basically nothing in her business, boom, just shot up. Just it just expanded really rapidly, right? Because she had like dedicated herself to that work. So that's heal deepen and expand. I covered that is like. I think this is the most concisely and clearly that I've ever been able to articulate how the money relationship works. So I'm celebrating myself for that. This was really fun. So if you're like, okay, next steps, what do I do? Go listen to the free classes. I also have podcast episodes that talk more deeply about relationship with money. Um, I have a couple of classes, like low ticket offerings. Like Money Manifestation Masterclass, Money Miracles Masterclass. I have the Money Bundle. Um, There's, you know, Wisdom and Wealth. That's a class I have. These are all low ticket classes. If you want to do deeper relationship, money relationship work with me, Wealthy is a lifetime access container that you can join anytime, but I'm going to be doing a focus launch on it later in like a couple months. Um, It can feel overwhelming especially you're just getting started, but just doing a little bit every day, like you're already getting started here. You're already getting started now. So just a little bit every single day, it's going to compound over time and you're going to look back in a couple years and be like, wow, I'm so glad that I, I did this work and I stuck with this work, especially if money feels like it's a sticky place for you. Okay, so I hope this has been informative and that you learned something. I hope you have a good... Rest of your day, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. My specialty, really, with money work, is this the healing part? Like your your relationship with money will grow and expand, but again, the work that I do with people with money is very deep. It's titrated, and it takes time because it's not just healing your relationship with money. There's a lot of healing that happens in this container. Um and So if you're someone who's done money work, but you want to go deeper, wealthy is the container for you. I hear from people a lot, like one of the biggest pieces of feedback we get, one of the most like resounding pieces of feedback we get, is that people have done money work, but the things that we do in wealthy take it way deeper than what they've done before.) Um, and that's another thing about Wealthy is we're really community centric. So yes, I'm space holding, I'm teaching. We have a whole back end of different practices that are self-paced and classes that you can go through at your own pace. But we also have two live classes every single month. So this isn't like a six week course. This isn't even like a, a um yeah, exactly. Healing your nervous system takes time without titration. You risk overwhelming and re-traumatizing it doing more damage than you're trying to heal, exactly. Yeah, we pace it, we pace it, and it's great, and this is why it's sustainable. Um. Yeah, so so this is lifetime access. I have, like, I love this container. I know I'll at least be teaching it for, you know, years to come. By lifetime, it doesn't mean like until I'm dead, <laughs> but <laughs> this isn't a six-week course. okay? This isn't even a year long course. This is like, you know, people have been in this container for years and you get to know people because the first call of every month is a, is a practice-based call. The second call of the month is a community call where you're getting personalized support, hot seat coaching, you're connecting with other people. Um, we have a telegram group. So you're connecting with other people. So you like know the people in the container. You know, me, I know you, like, I know the people who are in wealthy. It's not just like you're someone in the course, I really get to know you. And that's important to me. So I can give you over time, like specialized to you feedback. So that's another thing about it that I really, really love. And we also have a telegram group, which is fun bunch of Little chit chat going on, but yeah, this is, this is the deep work and we are doing something really special this time, which I'm really excited about and something we've never done before called Wealthy Week. So normally we have two classes per month, but for August, we're doing Wealthy Week. So on August 14th, we are doing a whole like Monday through Friday, a class every single day. So we'll do a practice. Then we'll do, I'm trying to remember the order, we'll do a practice, we're doing hot seat coaching, we're doing a dance class, you all, which is going to be great. I have have, my background, I taught dance for six years, and so applying dance to money, and you don't have to be good at dancing, actually, part of it, you're going to look really ugly while you do it, and that's the point, (laughs) that's the point, you're going to look weird, you're going to feel weird, that's the point. But we're doing a dance. We're doing a dance experience with our relationship with money. Um, We're doing a sharing circle. And we're doing a finance day, which I'm also excited about, where we're going to go in. And we're going to look at numbers. And we're going to talk about money and all of those things. So that's a really fun thing that's happening coming up, Wealthy Week. But we're doing a focus cell. Two dates to note. Well, three dates. Three dates. Three dates. Date number one, if you're interested in joining Wealthy, the early bird ends on August 4th. Okay, the price will go up, I think by like $500 on that date. I'm going to drop the link in here. We have a very thorough sales page. We've really taken the time to dedicate ourselves because we want this to feel, we don't want this to feel like something that you do based on FOMO. We don't want this to feel like something that you do based on um, an un- unregulated, like this is going to fix me kind of thing. We want this to feel really clear. We want your decision to feel clear. We want you to feel empowered. Yes, there might be fear coming up. Yes, there might be, especially like that we're working with money. Like it makes sense. You might have some stuff coming up. That's normal, but we have a very thorough sales page that has my intentions that has about the different classes. We're actually in the process of adding in, we, there's tons of testimonials on this page and we're in the process of adding on video testimonials as well over the next couple of weeks so that you can hear from our community members and their experience of being in Wealthy. And I'm so thankful for them to being open to sharing that. Um, so yeah, go read about it, feel into it. If this is the next move for you in your if in your relationship with money i would love to support you i am also here to help facilitate not facilitate your decision but hold space for your decision and truly want what's best for you and your clear yes or no so if you have any